Hey everyone, and we are live with Professor and Friends. Here we go. Thanks for joining us on this Tuesday night, an odd night for me, but I have to do something. I have to actually work this Thursday night, so I had to change up the schedule a little bit. But thankfully, Mo and Mariah worked us into their schedule. Thank you all for coming on. We really appreciate you all being here, and I will introduce you all in just a minute because as we were talking about earlier before the show about how bad my memory is, a lot of people come on here, and then they get to watching, and they're like, I don't I don't even remember what I'm watching. I don't even remember where I'm at or what I'm doing. Well, let me remind you what you're watching. Hey guys, it's Jordan from NSM of Lane and you're watching Professor. 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 Okay, okay. All right, you ready? I'm Chris with Re-Rover. I'm Boozer. Jeff from Re-Rover. from Autotronics in West Virginia. Chris from More Expo. Chef West. And you're watching Professor. 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 And you're watching Professor and Fred. Professor and friends. Professor and friends. The professor and friends. Professor and friends. Professor and friends. Professor and friends. Enjoy. I wish y'all could have been around when Bruiser told me that. That was just amazing. It was hearing the words come out of his mouth. It was just, it was just freakish. It was just really cool. You know, everybody says that your dogs can speak to you, and and a lot of times you can't capture that. But I was able to capture that. And it was a very special time for both of us. But he just looked at me and said, hey, Dad, I'm going to do this for you because I love you. And you all know about that because you have beautiful dogs, as we saw in the video. But, hey, let me introduce you. Mo and Mariah from Northwest Arkansas. You will find them almost every weekend out in the Ozarks in Arkansas exploring, taking amazing photographs. Mariah, I'm impressed, impressed daily with your <laughs> photography skills. and I aspire to be like you. I want to be like you. So I, I thank y'all for coming on and uh, it's going to be a great show. I am really excited about you sharing with me about your best trips ever. And thank you again for coming on. We appreciate you having us on. Um, I'm really um, um, jealous of the weather that you have up there. I, I know I can tell you've got a jacket on. It's chilly here in central Arkansas too, but it's pouring down rain here. And and I know every time we've had you on, you've been out there in, in uh, your your studio outside <laughs> with the, uh, the forerunner in the background. And I was really hoping that we could get that tonight as well. And if everybody notices, just over Mo's right shoulder is a little, little glimpse of the 80. And that's all you're going to get of it tonight. You're not going to see any more of it. That's it. 
but it's there. I promise. But let me ask y'all, I want to start off with asking y'all what got you bitten by this overlanding bug? How in the world did you fall into this trap of wanting to get out and explore off-road, build a rig up, everything? What, what did it for you? Um, for us, it all started on a, a trip to Utah, random trip. We'd never been there. Um, six years ago, we went there, rented a forerunner uh, in Vegas, and drove up to Utah, hit Zion, Escalante area, and, and drove around. And as we were out on some of these uh, backcountry roads out there, we started running into rigs um, built kind of like ours is now, and you start seeing how folks are living and and uh the amazing scenery they're able to camp by you know and it really tickled our fancy and we knew we wanted to get into it so uh came back and and not long after uh added the forerunner and here we are now he was impressed with my driving yeah the forerunner i think i scared him a little bit i had a lot of fun fast as she can go and i was like (laughs) (laughs) one of those yeah, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That, that and, is and so cool. Amazing people like you and Connie who kind of showed us the way. And I feel like every time we go out on a trip, we're inspired by other people's rigs and builds. And yeah, we just kind of keep adding to yeah. it. Yeah, the community is, is second to none. Definitely in this area, we've met some, some great folks. And uh, yeah, blessed to live in an area where we can get out every weekend and, and take it in. I, I I agree. I'll, I'll I'll never forget that day um, that that we actually met out there in Oark in front of the store, getting ready to go on an express rally, and mm-hmm. and you walked up and introduced yourself, and uh, the rest is history. I mean, it's mm-hmm. uh, we just really hit it off and became uh, good friends. We stuck by each other and make sure we got through all that mess uh, uh, down them down them rock embankments and everything else that we went through (laughs) that weekend and camped by each other and made coffee and cooked and everything. And it's, it's just been, uh, it's just been a joy uh, to have y'all as friends ever since that. And it's almost been a year, a year ago this month. Yeah. Yeah. A year ago this month. And uh, man, how far we've come (laughs) in the last year. Yes. uh, From, uh, from pulling up and and just uh, saying, I don't know about this. I don't know about this. We're gonna see how this goes. And you know, it went great. We had a great time, and uh, we've shared a ton of amazing memories since then. Yeah. But I want to I want to talk about um, in the last year this this forerunner that you have behind us has really gotten an extreme makeover. I mean, it went from it went from you know, Oprah to a superstar. I mean, it just went from, from, uh, from one to another, one extreme to another. So, so tell me, um, tell me some of the, and you don't have to go because we've, we've talked about your rig before and you've talked about a lot of stuff that you've done to it. But what what I want to know is what have you done to it that you cannot live without? What, what modification have you done that what's the, what's the few things that you have on there that now you've gotten out and you've taken a million short trips and several long trips that you cannot live without? Well, first of all, I'm going to start by saying I, I'm possibly the luckiest guy alive. I've got a wife that loves to get out and do this <laughs> as much as I do. I understand that. So that puts me in a good situation. Um, one thing I would say, 
the refrigerator was a, a huge game changer for us. You know, that, that is one thing that is just, um, made, made a, a world's worth of difference. You know, if there was one thing I would, uh, I would say the refrigerator, she, she may have yeah. a different. Well, and he surprised me with that. I was up at Jason's to get, what was it? Snorkel. Yeah. At the time. Um, I think we were talking about Dobbinson's as well, which I would have to say is something I can't live without now. Um, mm -hmm. but he surprised me with the fridge and because I love to cook camp cooking is my favorite. Yeah. Oh, I me can't too. Me too. Fridge. <laughs> yeah. how, how long, uh, how many trips did you take before you realized that that was, uh, uh, that was one of the things, Oh, we got to have that because you don't have to worry about ice melting. You don't have to worry about your drinks not being cold. Um, how long did it take you to, before you realize we got to get one of those? I mean, we were hinting at it for a while, you know, as the summers get hotter here in the in the Ozarks, you know, just as hot as can be. And the more we were getting in that cooler, um, we'd start realizing even on just our weekend trips, our, our ice would start turning to water, mm. you know, stuff's floating around. And when COVID hit last spring, we were supposed to go out to Utah. Instead, we stuck around here and actually went down to the Wachita's and, and came back up to the Ozarks. And we tried to stay out for a week on just using ice and coolers and it was, it was a fight, you know, just yeah, to, to keep it. Is. And, and after that, it wasn't long after uh, the refrigerator was in place. So that's true. You know, if, if the goal is to get away and you get away from everything, especially places where you can get things, ice is a commodity that's not easily acquired. And uh, you, you start to think, Oh man, we got to get one of these fridges. So uh, I was the same way. Uh, we went with a cooler for a little while, but it wasn't long till I just got sick of melted ice and everything in the cooler being soaked and wet. And, mm -hmm. and, and my, the, the thing that put me over the edge was when my bacon was swimming in water. Yeah. yeah. Can't deal with that. I can't uh, deal with that. Yeah, so, yeah, sour cream, the, yeah, the sour, sour cream lid that had been smushed and come open, and that that was just it. You know, like, oh, see, yeah, there's these certain things like that that even if you don't have the money, will make you spend money that you don't have in order to not have to deal with that again. Absolutely. And I just, I was like, I'm not dealing with that again. And Connie brings up a good point, Mariah. You do make the best <laughs> camp dip. Uh, we we got to experience that at the bonfire rendezvous, and that was. Uh, that was amazing. Uh, I don't know what you did there. I actually watched you do it, uh, but you know that's the way my memory is. I can't remember anything. But uh, yeah, Kara wants those details. It's it was uh, it was uh, yeah. And David said, "I remember Jason in the snorkel fuse. Um, that must be something you can remember." Yeah, he was part of the surprise because I kept okay. trying to go in there and he wouldn't let me, and then I found out why. But I also enjoy a good cobbler and. Mm. So the dual fridge freezer with the ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. Being able to have ice cream is, is certainly handy on a, on a summer's day. That's, that's one of the things that will put you over into the glamping world <laughs> is being able to have ice cream. Uh, I'm a dessert guy. Um, and so I always try to camp with people who make desserts um, mm -hmm. because I love to eat them but cleaning up everything after you make one is, is not the fun part for me. So the, the little paper inserts, yeah, paper in inserts. <laughs> yeah. Yep. They're amazing. So what in your rig, 
Um, how, do you plan to change in the future? Is is you have any plans for the forerunner to change? I know uh, the last time we went out with y'all, you set up so quick. It was just unbelievable. It was like two minutes and you were done. And so, uh, but I, I, you know, talk, going and talking with you, you were like, well, I like this and I don't like this. I don't like the way this sits. So do you have any plans to add any gear, or change any gear in the near future to make it easier on you? Um, I mean, I think camp gear, I'd say we're, we're fairly solid as far as the floor runner. Um, she'll, she'll go under the knife soon. She's going up to Jason Harris, Ozark Overland Outfitters. Um, get a little TLC up there, uh, and and we'll get it back. And I, like I said, I, I feel like our camping's pretty dialed in. Mm. Um, there, there's stuff that now now that we have the 80 and it's coming along, it's kind of opened some doors as far as as what all we need to fit in the forerunner. Okay. Yeah. Let's only the shower. Yeah. Shower. Yeah. <laughs> A hot shower. A hot we have hot shower. we have a water pour, you know, which is the cold yeah. shower. You know, on the, when it's warm enough in the summer, it works fine. But uh, you know, traveling out to New Mexico, Colorado in the fall, stuff like that, you, you don't want to take a cold shower at any point in the day. So. No way. And and you know, with me, we 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 carry the shower pouches and and things like that, and and I'm good for those uh, for a couple of days. But like on the third day when body parts start sticking to each other, I'm like, I got to have a shower. I mean, I'm not one of these guys that can go out for a week at a time. Uh, even at deer camp, I've got to have a shower. Uh, and so I'm with you right there. We always carry a hot shower with us and every two or three days, normally in the middle of the day, which is an odd time for us to take a shower, but that's when it's the warmest. Uh, we pull that thing out and, Oh, uh, there's nothing like a hot shower in the middle of nowhere. Nothing like it. It's, so, it's like having ice cream. It's like having ice cream. It's a, it's a, it's a treat. We've always gotten by with, um, in Colorado near the Gunnison area, we've, we've found RV spots always have showers and, and they're relatively cheap. You know, I want to say in Colorado, we paid $5 a shower in Utah. We found, um, almost the same setup and it was $4 a shower. So nice. worth it. Yeah, so it, it's always nice to find that, like you're saying, you know, after a few days out kicking in the dust. Yeah, the last one of those, the last one of those, this, and this is a good memory that I that just popped into my head, but the last one of those about 11 years ago, um, I, I stopped at a place in Buena Vista, took a shower, and it was one of those, if you wanted hot water, you had to put quarters in. <laughs> and you did a timer when you put quarters in. It was like on a timer. And let me tell you, you better have a stack of quarters there because that timer went fast. And when the hot water ran out, it was like 38 degrees cold. It was it was horrid. And so I went in there with a stack of quarters, and it was so stinking nice. But, yeah, you can find those places like that every now and then. Um, That's when how you're we've out. been able to do it, you know, on our, our longer trips, you know, whether we're going out, out west for, you know, seven, eight days. You know, if we're not going to bring a shower and it's going to be temps like that. And I, I don't know, we've never planned or planned our trip around finding these places, but it's, you know, seems like they're, they're readily available in any place that, that offers, you know, any kind of trails. So, so when you talk about finding places, um, when you, when you go out, um, say like Colorado, when you go out West, what, what do you look for? in a camping spot what what is your ideal camping spot 
um, that, that you look for, for place that you stop, because it seems like every time you stop, it's like a freaking postcard every time. And so tell, tell us your trick uh, about finding these camp spots that you, that you find. I would say where no one is around us is always Amen. best. Yeah. If, if there's water for sound that, that helps drown out some, some snoring and, and, <laughs> <laughs> and wash up. But I would say like, am I going to unzip the eye camper in the morning and look out and it'd be like the most beautiful thing I've ever seen is the hmm. uh, good. Okay. We're here. Yeah. I'd, I'd say running water. Um, always, always seems like it's top of the list. Um, you know, if you can, we've, we've found sites where, you know, there's always these snow capped mountains in the background and those aren't ever, you know, hard to look at. So it, it really is some days by luck, you know, what you, you kind of look into what, what you show up to at what time, um, you know, sometimes late at night, there was nights in Gunnison where you're trying to find camp, you know, nine thirty, ten o'clock at night. And it just was what it was. It was just, Oh, there's a fire ring. We can set it yeah. here, you know, um, but if, if you can get to camp at a good time, um, everything plays out right in the day and you, you know, you hit all your checkpoints at times you want to, you know, you can definitely set up and have, have some beautiful sunsets over some beautiful spots. Do you, do you try to hit your campsites earlier in the, in the evening or do you push it till dark and then, then try to find a spot? Um, I'd like to hit them, uh, earlier in the evening. You know, I always say, you know, about three thirty, four o'clock, I'd like to be looking for a spot because I feel I feel like everybody is, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe nobody's looking for a spot, but it seems like by five or six, all the good spots are taken. So yeah, uh, it, it's worth it to to us to start early and find a spot. You know, and when it's her and I, it's easy for us to just set up, um, sit around camp, just kick back, relax, and 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 take it all in. Very cool. Well, tell me how do you how do you plan? Uh, Mariah mentioned a while ago that she that she likes to cook. How do you plan your meals? Do you take all of your food with you from the beginning and plan each meal out, or do you pick up some local foods along the way and try new things? Yeah, I mean, if it's here in the Ozarks, obviously we'll take everything or we'll stop along the way. But if we're going to Colorado, Utah, somewhere like that, we like local. Mm -hmm. So we will get like the necessities, but then we will make a point to stop somewhere and get something super fresh because it's usually a lot better than, you know, what we're going to find here and fall all the way with us. And it doesn't take up so much space that way. Yeah. Helps us kind of there. Yeah, that's true. When I, uh, every time I go out West, I always stop in New Mexico and get the food, get mm -hmm. food there because they have the best food. I think they have the best food. Uh, I'll drive a thousand miles for some chicharrones and I'll, I'll tell everybody that I'll tell my mama that she can call me dumb, but I'll, I'll do it. Uh, green chilies and chicharrones. I, yeah. I love it. Fresh roasted, whatever. Um, it's, it's, it's my kind of thing. So, uh, I always leave room for local food, uh, always. Um, but, uh, I, I was, I was interested in that and I'm also a, a coffee guy. So I wanted to ask you, what, what's your favorite coffee? Um, there's, I, I don't know. We, we definitely change it up. Um, Onyx makes some good coffee. I couldn't tell you what coffee I'm drinking right now, but it, yeah. it's called, it's a shop blend and it's, it's really been hitting the spot. Um, it's James coffee company in San Diego. And I 
have a subscription. But again, with local, like if we're going somewhere, we hope to get mm. at least a bag, if not more, of a little yeah. grind. And yeah, it's it's kind of funny, you know, when when I was younger and my parents would take me on trips, I would always pick out souvenirs and I would always come back with a trinket or this or trinket or that. But it's kind of funny that Connie and I laugh about it. Every time we go on a trip, the souvenirs that we buy now is food. It's some <laughs> kind of local food or coffee or, or something that we bring back with us. And it's, it's, it's pretty neat how everything changes. And the older you get, you don't want more stuff. You just want more stuff to eat. And, right. uh, so, <laughs> right. so we, we talked about it earlier when you, when you go on your trips and, and your setup, does each of you have your own job to set up and does that make it a lot quicker? And when the other person is not with you, cause I know Mariah has been out by herself. Um, does it make it a lot harder on you? Tell us about how, how you do your setup. Um, it used to be, we'd pull up to camp. I'd jump out set up the tent um and kind of get all that stuff going and mariah would set up the table and cook stuff and kind of start setting dinner up and now since she started doing more of her her ladies trips and going out on her own you know the last two times i went out with her you know i, I know she knows how to set up the table and everything so she set up the tent blew up the mattresses broke down the tent broke down mattresses um and essentially i just kind of you know, let her do like she was going to do. And she figured it all out, you know, real quick. And, you know, those mattresses in the eye camper, she knows, you know, if you don't air them down and fold that stuff up tight, well, then you're going to have to open it up and, and, you know, reorganize things. And um, she's gotten it down. I don't have to worry about anything, you know. And so I don't know how it'll be this next weekend when we go out, who's going to set up what, but it, it definitely – makes it quick whenever we both kind of just jump out and just kind of jump into that setup mode, kind of get the table out, cooktop out, um, tent set up, on and out if need be. I, now, I, know, I know that you're um, practicing on being separate, on doing things on your own. So um, right now, going out, if, if it's just a leisurely out, time out, would you work on practicing being – uh, working on things that you're not used to, or would you would you go back to the norm? I don't I don't know if we want to go out separately as much as we just both want to drive, yeah. you know. And and mm -hmm. it's, um, it's one of those things, you know, for her to become a better driver, she's she's got to drive all of it. You know, you can't just show up to the hard parts and start driving those, or just drive the easy parts will get you better at the hard parts, you know. So she's got to understand that rig, that machine, and and how wide and long it is, and how to navigate it through there. So it's not um more of a separation thing it, it's just like i said she's she's done everything well um I, I hated to have to miss her trip out to the bonfire run but you know from what i it sounds like she she killed it you know so i, I love to see her excelling and doing so well at it um it, it like i said it, it's fun to see her grow just you know it's a lot of the things you know a lot of the fears i overcame she's overcoming and stuff like that and you just it, it, it's fun for us both to get out and, and like I said, have a good time with these machines. Well, I can tell you firsthand, I know you weren't there, but I was. And for, um, for me, um, in, in, uh, in doing this and going to a lot of these events for a female to have the courage to leave 
her husband at home who she's used to traveling with and getting out there. That's a huge first step and uh, mm -hmm. impressive. But even more than that, for them to drive the trails, plan the trails, lead uh, a, a team of women down the trails and take that responsibility. Uh, that was a huge thing on your shoulders. And I can't tell you, thank you enough for doing that and going through all that work and, and trouble. Uh, I know it had to be stressful because I was stressed for you. <laughs> you know, it, I wasn't, I think I was leading up to it, but because we had been practicing and he'd been so patient with just like, all right, you're going to have to air down by yourself. You're going to have to air up. You've got to do the tent. Like he was really good at just like letting me sort of fail and learn and get better. Like he didn't, he wasn't, you know. Well, I did buy, like just throw her everything. You know, it was like one weekend, you know, we just did air ups and, and it all started in the driveway. You know, I don't have to be on a dirt road for us to air up, air down, you know, just practicing with all that stuff and, you know, how it all hooks up and what button does what. And like I said, she she figured it all out. I don't have any worries with her, you know, behind the wheel. She, she can do her thing. Yeah, the, I think the preparation just led to me feeling confident about it. And then it was just like, okay, how can everyone in this group just use this as a learning experience to get a little bit more confident with things like shifting or airing down or picking a line or just, you know, the really basic things so that we can continue to just evolve and do a little bit more each time. And it was a really good experience. It was. And, and I know how independent you are. And uh, when watching you set up uh, your tent and camp, Connie is the little mother and she's always worried about everybody. And, and, and the whole time, uh, Joey, Mariah might need some help. Nope. Uh -uh. I'm, I'm not going over there. And, and two minutes later, Joey, Mariah, Mariah might need some help. Uh, nope. Nope. I'm not going over there. And, and, uh, you know, I, I stayed my distance, uh, made sure that everything was okay, but, you handled it like a champ, no problems. And I sent Mo a text after we, after we left. I was like, uh, thank you so much for letting Mariah come. And, and, uh, she, she just knocked it out of the park. It was super cool. And, uh, I just can't tell you enough. Uh, thank you for doing that. Yeah. Uh, you made it where the other ladies that went with you were comfortable and had a great time. And we laughed um so much that weekend it was so much fun um even listening to y'all on the radio uh was was super fun you know and and uh and then when we got back together and realized what you were doing when we were listening to you on the radio kind of put two and two together just made for uh made for great memories it was uh it was a really fun time now in the last year, y'all have been to some pretty amazing places. I mean, you're you're a lot like me. You have happy feet. You when you have some time, you like to go. Um, and so, uh, tell us about in Arkansas or uh, this area, the general area, um, because by the name that you give there, that is where you concentrate. Um, tell us some of the the great experiences that you have, some of the cool places that you've been that other people might want to know about. I mean, there's, there's all sorts of great spots all over the Ozarks. Um, every stream you pass in the Ozark has, you know, if, if you're not there after a huge rain, you know, most of the times they've got some of the prettiest watercolor one could look at. So um, generally we're, we're not far from the Oark area. Uh, we're about an hour, hour and 15, we could be on dirt. So we, we generally go down there 
um, and run up and down uh, 215, which is the railroad right beside the Mulberry River. Mm -hmm. and, and there, there's there's plenty to do there. Um, beautiful lookouts that we've we've been to over there. Devil's Knob, you know, is just like I said, just just an amazing spot. If if you can beat somebody there to it one evening and you you can camp there, um, I highly recommend it. We've we've you know anytime you can camp on the first national river, the Buffalo River. Um, mm. I mean. Who doesn't think that's great? So, uh, like I said, we're we're pretty fortunate <clears throat> where we live to to have all these great spots. You know, um, we've got one that that we go to almost regularly. And um, the weird thing is, is it's Creekside, and and we've never been. Well, I take it back. We've been skunked on it one time, and it was the opening weekend of deer season. Mm. But other than that, it's it's always there and. Like it's waiting for us. It's perfect. It's flat. There's a creek that runs right behind it. It's, it's fantastic. So, pretty low traffic, um, and, and and we park there multiple times a month. I love it. it. And you are truly correct when you say we are very fortunate to live in a place where within an hour or so we can be on dirt. And you know, I live. We live thirty three minutes from the Washita's and although it may not have everything that the Ozarks have still, it gets you away. Um, it gets you out into the forest and, and it gets you, now I consider myself more of a camper than uh, an off-roader. Uh, I do like dirt roads. I do like trails, but getting to camp and setting up camp and, and cooking and sitting there beside a, a stream or with a nice view, that's where it's at for me. Oh, um, you know, I have a stressful job and that, and that is where I get my release and that's what I look forward to. Yeah. We're, um, I mean, my job, not the most stressful, but I always look forward to getting out, you know, and with the time change that puts us where we can get out on Fridays now more so yeah. than when the sun's setting early on a Friday in the, in the winter time. So, uh, spring in the Ozarks is, is pretty good right now. Definitely cool. The job where you know, I have to be pretty plugged into everything all the time, computer, social media. So just having that like disconnect time is I think so important and has just made us kind of realize like what matters, what doesn't, what things do we need, what things don't we need and yeah. we just sort of get out and enjoy it. <clears throat> now this this year we experienced some extreme and unusual winter weather. And um, yeah. you guys were in a position where you could really, really take advantage of it. And you posted a video. Let's check this out. Let's begin now. I woke up this morning and I said, you know, instead of waiting for a good day to happen, you know, Waiting around, the ups and downs, you know, I, I just said, look. Oh, hell no. 
had a fish fry, mustard, hot sauce, light bread, and french fries. Love for the big guy, hit the park, blowing, showing off their house, nappy roof on the radio, and you know it about last night to hit the big three, bought some Air Force One, four tall tees, man, I'm loving BG. Now, the only thing I question in that video is maybe your snowman building skills. <laughs> we, came, we came across him. We found him. He was way Oh, you found him. Okay. Well, that, uh, see, uh, there, there we go. <laughs> yeah, we, we helped him out. You know. Yeah, it looks like you replaced an eye or some teeth or something <laughs> like that. Is uh, He looked like he was struggling. So good thing y'all came upon him. Yeah, just out in the middle of the forest. Yeah, that's that was, that was one of the coolest things to see. Like I said, out in the middle of nowhere roll up and here's a snowman greeting us at the top of the hill. So lets you know you're in the right spot. I tell you what, that was a, that was a real treat. Um, we may never have another winter like that in our lifetime. Um, I can't remember a snow like that in Arkansas. I think 1988 was the last time I remembered a snow like that in Arkansas. And so, you know, uh, we may we may never see another one so it was pretty amazing that we got to experience something like that so cool yeah. and um so neat and getting getting those snow pictures is rare unless you're yeah. out west in the mountains and and i, I just really glad that y'all were able to take care of that the the scenes from around uh car wash falls were yeah. was just amazing i i you know it's crazy to see, you know, a waterfall that's what seems like it's it's five foot, you know, through the center, um, just frozen. And you can still hear the water trickling inside, so it made for a cool sound. Um, and like you're saying, we don't get snows like that anymore. So we certainly, uh, I ran out to the forest nonstop, and I'm lucky to have friends that'll get out and, and go play in the snow with us. So, um, yeah. Hopefully we get another one. Maybe not that much, but you know, I, I never turn away six inches. I got to do yeah. my first parking lot uh, powdered snow nut. Never thought yeah. I'd be over forty doing my first one, but it was so much fun. know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, anytime you can uh, you can get around and and uh, get in a school parking lot, it's a it's a perfect place. You, you're not going to run into anything. You're not going to tear anything up. So that was a that was a that was a pretty cool pretty cool. Yeah, Porker. Porker gets on there and says, uh, go see him if you want to snow. He lives out in West Virginia. So, uh, you know, they're in, they're in a flat place out there and they get snow all the time. We'll definitely, I'll be going out there and seeing him in about three weeks. And I uh, can't wait to get out there and see you, buddy. 
Um, now, last fall, you uh, was it last fall that you went to Colorado? It was. Yes. We go every fall. Mariah's birthday is in September. And so most most years we make a, a trip out west and we're really creatures of habit because it's usually Utah in the spring and Colorado in the fall. And, you know, if we can time it when the aspens are turning, it is pretty easy. Yeah, to rise. yeah that's that's amazing. So so tell me uh, some of the some of the cool places that you've been out there that uh, that have really left an impression on you. Maybe some place that you want to go back to. Oh gosh, some of the alpine lakes um, were, were super pretty. And this is just how trips go. Um, this place that we didn't even plan on going down, but it was near the, the Animus Forks area. You know, you see a sign for this or that, and we hang a left. And um, up to the right, down this road, not very far, there was a trail that just wound up the mountain. And at the top of it was just this beautiful alpine lake. And uh, sat there for, for, a few hours just doing nothing, you know, and just yeah. it in, and, and that's when you know you found a pretty good spot. And same, you know, as it would be, we came back down that road and continued the other way further, and, and that's where we found this beautiful meadow. Same, you know, just a huge mountain range in the back, and it made for an epic camp. With when all the stars come out, we feel pretty lucky. Yeah, crystal lucky. Yeah, I think we planned out the entire trip, and so we had this whole sort of agenda guy it yeah. out and we ended up not following it at all and it was just incredible which is yeah how trips go i said we we had this trip you know and i'd laid it out we'll go here and then we'll make our way here and, and so on and and once we crossed the state line it was just all out the window it was once you get in places like that colorado utah new mexico you can really point it any direction and, and you're gonna find a pretty place and, and you know great campsite yeah all the the passes were also different like yeah cinnamon mm -hmm. pass which was my first pass to get to drive by myself so that was a big like moment for me that's yeah. a good one too and yeah it was fun but Ophir was Ophir like pass was another planet yeah just crazy. Cool. cool to see something like that you know yeah it's it's amazing how they can just carve a road out of a side of a mountain and uh and you're just and Ophir is is not my favorite but i do like the uh because it's rough as heck yeah. um and and there's always tons of traffic on it and you're always having to sit there and wait on traffic but uh but still i'd rather be there than than home so it's it's the the views are just incredible uh they're all so very different uh mm -hmm. i'm a gene uh engineers out there they're they're all so very different so very cool uh, but the lakes yeah yeah beautiful the lakes are so blue. It's, it's unbelievable how crystal clear and blue they are uh, from that mountain water. It's just, um, it's, Kara says you have to go to Taylor Pass. Um, I've heard of that. Uh, definitely need to put that down. In fact, I'll write that down. So I can remember. Go do passes in other states <laughs> and not work. You know, like, just know, you know, yeah. if I could. <laughs> yeah. Get it tomorrow. Yeah, I'll definitely. So, so when you take your trips, do you have a schedule um, or do you just pick a certain point and go? Do you make a route? Um, so how do, you, how do you plan these trips uh, when you go? Um, I wish I had our fun trucks books beside us. Those are, are generally – a lot of times we're, we're going solo. You know, it's usually just her and I on the forerunner, and so we don't have a backup rig or, or anybody, you know, to help us um, – 
those are the books right there. Yeah, yeah those are bomb. So we just kind of, you know, we'll read those fun checks books if we can get on YouTube and do video scouting, which is, you know, kind of what it is. Trails change over time. So, you know, you kind of understand that. But Fun Trucks has, has done a great description. And we always want to, we don't want to go out there and uh, just hit all the hardest trails five days of just straight wheeling, you know. So we'll kind of mix it up with, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, a scenic route, you know, and then maybe a little tougher route and then uh, back to just, you know, some scenic stuff. And it's it seems to work well for us like that. You know, we definitely, so we're not out there just trying to beat it up, but it, it's fun to go. Um, in the four low and and watch the machine do its thing. Support man. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Uh, yes, Kara. I will definitely hit them up. I talk about them a lot. Uh, let me tell you, I, I love those books. Well, absolutely love those books. They give you they give you pictures. They give you GPS coordinates. They give you trails. They give you trail ratings. Mm -hmm. uh, it's everything that you could possibly dream of, and you can look at them. Uh, because uh, I'm old school, uh, you can look at them on a map and see how close you are to to all these in a little area, and I, I absolutely love them. Uh, I think uh, I think they um, I think they're amazing. I think they're a great way to plan. Um, now I've I've done two different kinds of of trips. I've done the base camp. Um, if you if you go out to the Silverton area, um, there's so many places to see. Um, and so we took our trailer, we did a base camp, we go out, we come back, go out, come back. Uh, this last year we did several where we just went and found a spot and stopped and then went and found a spot and stopped, went and found a spot and stopped. So two completely different types of, of doing this is, and it, and it's all awesome. Yeah, every bit of it. I, I love, I love both. In fact, it was it was really cool for me because I was out there by myself for seven days and really had no idea where I was going. All I knew that I had to get from Gunnison to Denver by Saturday to pick Connie up at the airport. And mm -hmm. I had no plans. Uh, it was just me and bruiser. And mm -hmm. so I just got on these little fun tricks books and found a little route, went up through a little couple old towns in Pitkin and, and other places ended up being so stinking cool. And I was like, my wife is not going to get to see this. And I want her to see this and experience all the things that I'm seeing because this is such a beautiful area. And we came back and did the exact same route after I picked her up because I wanted her to be able to see that. And, and like you said, Mo, it's, it's the most amazing thing is having – a partner that likes the same things that you do, you want her to experience everything. You, you don't want her to miss out on anything. Yeah. And so, you know, that was, that was part of our route planning. Um, you know, last year was the, to not have a plan and uh, it worked out so perfect for us. It was, uh, it was amazing. Now this spring you went to Utah Yes. Now this is the this is the last last big trip that you did. Yeah. And uh, I've got uh, quite a few pictures on here that that you sent to me that that I want to show everybody. Um, of, of, I don't know. This looks like New Mexico. I don't know where that's at. That's Utah. That's Utah. Okay. That's Utah. I'll, I'll, yeah, I could. It, beautiful spot. That trail right there. 
um, out of all the trails, you know, out in Utah, Moab area, you know, you've got all your big ones, Hell's Revenge, Fins and Things, all those. We had this trail to ourselves yeah. the whole day, and it was just so remote. Um, able to just take it all in. It was it was great. You know, we came across some harder spots in the trail, uh, and and it was that's really probably where Mariah started kicking off all, all her wheeling and everything. And she, she, she's a fantastic listener. If you're a spotter, you know, she will do as you say. That but was Finn's. That's Finn's and things. Um, those hills, you know, everybody always says he goes out there, camera won't do it justice. And I guarantee it, you know, you're, you, it feels like you're standing on the, on the floorboard. Did you have any oh crap moments? Oh gosh, yeah, yeah. yeah. There, was, there, was, there was one hill out on that on that uh, on that trail from the previous picture. I jumped out. You know, I could you. It's steep. You know, and the ground disappears out from under the hood, and you know, you oh. just see a, a gully down below. And I zigzagged up and down this hillside, just knowing there's got to be a bypass. You know, like oh, there's got to be a bypass for this. And I'm running up and down this hillside, and. Um, you know, finally I come to the realization that there is no bypass and, and you know, the line is the line and you just got to pick it apart. Um, it was kind of, kind of had some, some ledge drops and, you know, I approached it as, as three sections, you know, we kind of checked off the first section. That's actually that the hill me. right behind it. That is the <laughs> hill right behind it. And, you know, we picked it off in three sections and, you know, kind of worked our way down that way instead of it being just one huge obstacle um just kind of picked it apart and that made it easier for us like i said she she did a fantastic job um listening and and we didn't drag a bit on that thing and i was i was fairly impressed our bumper and everything cool. did it did it ever did did the thought of you being out there by yourself without another rig to help you did did that ever cross your mind and how did you deal with that Oh yeah. It's always in the back of your head, you know, and that's, you know, cause once, once you go down stuff like what we did, uh, like this hillside behind her, you know, you feel like now you're, you're fully committed, you know, from this point. Cause I don't know, I'm always not looking back, but you know, you keep in, in the back of your head of if I needed to turn around, could we get back up all the obstacles and, and so on, you know? And I feel like once we did went down this obstacle, I felt like we had committed to coming out the, the back end. So, um, and like I said, I, I'm sure we could have probably picked that hill apart going back up. It, I don't know, you know, the Jeep Safari was there the week before and I saw, you know, so many of those Jeep hitch covers that had come out and stuff like that. Yeah. I, I knew it could be rough, but we're, you, it's definitely, like I said, it's in the back of your mind. You're definitely mindful of it later on in that trail. Um, we came to a, another spot. Um, oh, this is the Ozarks. Um, this is, we had some boys from Texas come up on that one and, and that was a good trip. Uh, long, long Canyon road, beautiful spot out there. This is some more of that, that trailer that was super remote. Like I said, it's, we'd stop at these places and just, it, and say nothing, you know, <laughs> to each other. And yeah. you, you're just literally speechless and, you know, just take it all in. Um, chicken corners chicken corners right here and it was uh same fantastic view this was probably one of the more popular trails we ran on moab as far as uh traffic you know it's it's super close to moab so um yeah side by side dirt bikes uh everybody out there fins and things definitely oh crap moments here <laughs> 
That was steep. That was steep, steep. Uh, and I was lucky enough that uh, Alexis GX had went before me, and he he's had to see me running up behind him to kind of try and catch his line. And you know, he kind of pointed before he drove off of where I needed to be, and you know, we got down. And it's man, those hills are like I said, they're they're all there, steep as you want. Mm -hmm. Definitely Utah. And if if you haven't been to Utah. Um, put put it on the list. Like I said, we've been to the west side of Utah, the the Zion side, and the Escalante area, and then back to the east, this Moab area. And it's just always, always amazing. It's it's so different how this is Utah right here, where it's in the desert, you know, sandy, deserty feel, and then you go to something like that Slick Rock, and then keep going, and you'll run into just huge, huge gorges with you know the the Colorado River running below it. Just so beautiful. I mean, there's there's not a bad picture there. Um, you just you just every, everywhere you turn around, it's um it doesn't seem like you are in a bad spot. Um, anywhere in Big Sky Country to me um, is just completely breathtaking. Like you said, you get out of the car and you don't even say a word because. It, it just takes over. Um, the scenery is is just almost as much as you can take in. Um, there's there's not a bad picture, and so it's a stay in you know probably three star hotels. Now it's like five billion star hotel. <laughs> yeah. You know, like all it, of them. You can't compare it. It's amazing. Yeah, it is. It is it's truly amazing the the pictures that you that you've put out so far, and I can't wait to see the rest of them because I know there's more than nine on your camera roll um i, I know we're going to have several more years of uh of great pictures coming from you now um mariah what what has driven you to get in the driver's seat um i mean for me it crosses over and from overlanding kind of crosses over for me like personally and professionally so it's been like a really good confidence booster for me to just know that I can do that and to whether it's with Mo or independently to be able to sort of just trust myself and my instincts and all of my sort of training and um, it's a good way for me to sort of fail in small ways where where maybe clients don't have to pay for those fails and I can learn from them and sort of apply them. <laughs> so it, it kind of has different layers of, of why I do it, but I think a lot of it is just really just confidence that that I can do it, you know, or I can be in the passenger seat and be the media crew and the DJ and the dance party or, you know, or I can do the driving. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, fun like i just think it's it's a blast yeah well i know you're not just there to hand him oatmeal cream pies and so uh, it's uh, yeah <laughs> so uh it, it's it's so um fulfilling to me to see um females just take the initiative and get out there and and do it because um you know my wife uh is is a lot of the times dependent upon me and i want her to be independent and and you uh, uh, getting together with the ladies and taking this initiative to get out there and learn all these things and, and do it by yourself, not necessarily on your own, but in your own vehicle. Uh, that's, that's super cool. And uh, I applaud you for that. Now 
I want to want to mention the uh, the sponsor for our show is Artemis Overland now um, in Springfield, Missouri. And and earlier this year, uh, the very first Rigs and Coffee, um, y'all went, uh, y'all came to it, and we did a trail cleanup and a trail ride. And you did a great video, and I want to show everybody your video. Check this out. <laughs> is your land this land is my land from california to the new york island from the redwood forest to the gulf stream water this land was made for you and me as i was walking that ribbon of highway saw above me that endless skyway I saw below me that golden valley this land was made for you and me this land is your land this land is my land from California to the New York Island from the Redwood Forest to the Gulf Stream water, this land was made for you and me. I roamed and rambled, and I followed my footsteps to the sparkling sands of a diamond desert, and all around me a voice was sounding. This land was made for you and me This land is your land This land is my land From California To the New York Island From the Redwood Forest To the Gulf Stream water This land was made for you and me I love it. That was that was such a fun day, uh, getting out there and and doing our part and spending that time with each other. That was that was such a fun day. Great video, great video. Love it. I love that whole day, that whole trip. You know, um, the forest always could use a cleanup like that, and so um, for Aaron Artemis and them to put something like that on, uh, that is fantastic. Like I say, it's a great way to give back to our our public lands, you know, and, and help clean them up because. Gosh, you know, people are out there always, always throwing stuff out. You know, there's, there's not many campsites where you don't pull up and there's, there's not some trash. So, um, hats off to them for, like I said, putting on such a great event. And, you know, if they ever want to do it again, sign us up, you know, we'll, we'll show up with bags and gloves and we'll pick up trash anytime. That, that's definitely, um, definitely something that the attitude that we all need to have is, is doing our part. And our part is actually doing other people's parts too, because we have to take it upon ourselves to do more than what we should uh, these days, because people don't people don't care uh, about you know the forest anymore. And and it and you know for those of us who enjoy it, uh, enjoy the beautiful views, the uh, the vistas, the campsites, uh, you know the the term "leave it better than you found it" really rings true. 
yeah. uh, leave it better for the next person. So, uh, because that's, that's just doing your part. Yeah. It is a, it's just a great resource to have, you know, like I said, hate to see people abuse it. You know, um, there's, there's folks all around the country that would love to have a forest like that. That is, that is so very true. So very true. Well, Hey, thank you guys for coming on here with us. Um, really? can't tell you how much I value our friendship and, and love hanging with you guys. It's, it's uh it's truly a, a fun time every time we go out always and, always. and uh can't wait till we do it again uh actually we'll see you this in a couple days at the big iron overland rally i hope uh that a lot of people are going to plan on being there i know all of the vehicle-based camping is sold out but the day passes and the weekend passes are still available and there are still places to camp around there so come on out and see us. Say hi to Mo and Mariah. I'll be at the Artemis booth. Be around. And, uh, we would love to see you. Love to see you. Make sure you go to Instagram. Give them a follow for running the Ozarks. Check them out. I promise you, you will not be disappointed in some of these photos. And you'll want to know where they are because there's not a one of them that's bad. They're all good. If you have any questions, reach out to us on Instagram. Um, I try and be pretty responsive with everybody, you know, that, that ask anything. Um, yeah, reach out and say, hey, you plan a trip here. Um, we're always down to meet new people. Pretty easy to get along with. <laughs> Love this community. That's for sure. Well, hey, um, I'm the professor, and these are my friends, and we're glad that you join us. Make sure if you get out, um, make sure and get out. Don't send it home. Live the life uh, right. that you've always dreamed of. Make some memories, and then do something to be able to remember your memories like I'm doing right now. <laughs> Leave it better than you found it. Have a great night. Thank you all for joining us. We appreciate you being here. Thank you. Enjoy.